Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to an episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident muscle, as always, Ian Cusick. Joined by my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? I'm doing decent. Um, we got a friend today, an old friend, the yes, first returning guest, guest that's not Razar Striker. Introduce yourself, Meek Phil. Yeah. Yo! I'm back! Yes, yeah, Meek Phil. Back. Always a pleasure that's, to have Phil back. I mean... Baseball is doing baseball things, so we obviously need Meek Phil, right? Yes, we need those high-quality uh, New York Mets memes. Only the best. <laughs> Only the best for the show. So, speaking of baseball, uh, this literally broke like earlier this afternoon. Uh, if you're key, if you know a thing about baseball, you know about this deal. Chances are, if, even if you don't know baseball, you know about this deal. Bryce Harper finally signed a contract. And, oh boy, it is a big one. Yeah, it was kind of big. 13 years, $330 million. Yeah. Uh, It's the most total money in a contract in American sports history, which is funny because we were just saying that about Machado last week, but... Uh, yeah. I can't say that I'd want to live in Philadelphia for 13 years. Oh, if you gave me three... Alright, listen. If you gave me $330 million, I'm living wherever you want for yeah. 13 years. I, I, I can Even do if it's that Philly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I could do Philly for $330 million. I, I love uh, The Onion. The Onion did an article. Oh, yes, you showed this one. I sent this one to us. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was like Bryce Harper asked if the Phillies are willing to move cities. <laughs> that was, I love that. I love that article. But... Yeah, I mean, he deserves this deal. I mean, Trout might even break this record and whenever he's a free agent. But... Trout is a free agent when? He's... After two years. He's got two more years? All right. He might break he the think... record. I, I think he ends up signing an extension that breaks whatever record it is but before he even had free agency. Well, the whole thing about like Machado and Harper is like their record-breaking deals, they weren't extensions. Those were new contracts with new teams. Yeah. Um... So, I could definitely see him getting a massive extension from the Angels. But let's be honest, how many teams aren't going to be in on Trout when he becomes a free agent? They're, it's going uh, to be a bidding war. Everyone. I, I don't know. I mean, there's going to be some GMs who are like, yeah, we got a good center fielder. We don't need Mike Trout. He's not in our league. The Yankees. Oh, uh, yeah, the Yankees are going to have uh, Aaron Hicks for the next seven years. So maybe, uh, I don't hate Hicks. <laughs> he's obviously not Trout. He's, he's no Mike Trout. Uh, obviously, I've had a lot of praise for Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, for his defensive abilities. Stop. Uh, stop. I, Just don't even finish. The, no, stop. I, I know, stop. I, I'm about to say why Trout's better, but you know what? <laughs> we don't need an explanation. Just watch baseball. That's <laughs> probably signed the fifth best center fielder on the market that year, so that's a non-discussion for them. 
<laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. got double A hitting ability, bro. It doesn't matter when he's the best defensive center fielder in the league, but you know what? Trout exists. Yeah, Trout's better overall, but I'd give the edge to Jackie. Honestly, Bradley. Hicks, I'd rather have Hicks. Because Hicks can swing a bat at least. Look, if JBJ can bat over 200, 220, I'm happy with him. Uh, JBJ's borderline having a pitcher hit. Borderline. And I'm guessing under that analogy, you're not talking about someone like Madison Bumgarner. No, not Madison Bumgarner. I watch Bumgarner. pitchers hit a lot. It's nothing like that. I, I, I know. I We know. Okay, Meek. Listen, just because the NL is stuck in the 50s doesn't mean you got to correct me on everything. Just because you guys play quote-unquote pure baseball doesn't mean that you, you're superior, all right? Jeez. We might upgrade to MySpace soon. <laughs> yeah, you, might, you guys might start using Facebook. Getting up there, getting more modern. Yeah, you'll get there eventually. But I want to ask, because you, you're an NL East uh, expert, kind of. We're going to say that. Um... How do you think this changes the NL East? Because people are already saying Phillies are taken. I this doesn't like guarantee the Phillies anything. Like their rotation after Aaron Nola is still like pretty like trash. Like Arietta's downturn of his career, and on like the three guys after that, like Pavetta and those guys, really aren't anything special. Their bullpen has problems, but. The NL East, it is what it is. It's just four teams trying to win it with the Marlins just laying back. Marlins are just sitting in the corner eating glue, but... I mean, like, Derek Jeter's just, like, dishing out the, everyone yeah. decent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure three three Marlins players in a row have won, or two at least, have won MVP or four. Two. Uh... Hopefully it's not Real Muto, but, yeah, it's been two. Yeah, that's the thing. They added Real Muto, too. Ah, so. that's right. They did, didn't they? Yeah, that Phillies so, lineup, I mean, that's going to be a it's going to be a dangerous lineup. With Rice Hoskins too. And then uh they also picked up Gene Segura from the Mariners. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got to improved. Yeah, they made a lot I'll of nice offseason acquisitions. How do you feel about the Mets though? I think the Mets had a good offseason. I think they're a lot better than they are last year. I still think they're the fourth best team on paper in the division though. Mm. Yeah, and that's just tough because it's like nothing to knock the net, the Mets or anything because they could compete in just about any other division. The NL East just everyone had such a good off season ex- except the Marlins, obviously. But um, yeah, but... It, it's just it's hard to like compete when you got Bryce Harper going one place. Um, the Braves are just Braves. awesome. Everyone Matt, else. Patrick Corbin, like it, it's just so oh, much. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask. You don't think the Mets are are better now than the Nationals, even without Harper? I really don't know because, I mean, they had Corbin and they fixed up their catching with Jan Gomes, but yeah, but it's, it's like, like it's still like just Soto, and it's like it exactly. Like they had a plan for without Harper. It's it's tough. Oh, I, I actually have another thing. Um, how do you feel about... Uh, how much money do you think DeGrom should get from the Mets? However much he wants. But, you, you, uh, would give him, you would give him the check? 
Like, realistically, like, I don't know, like, five years... 180, I think? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's 30 million a year. I think you should get that, and then there should be a clause in his contract where, like, if he blow or if, like, he loses a start because of underperforming teammates, he gets to beat up one of those teammates. Exactly. I think, I think yeah, he's earned get, that. Get a murder clause. Uh, I don't know if I go to murder. Oh. Mm, that, that's, a, that's a touchy subject. Maybe if it's, like... A- Maybe it's like five or six starts in a row, then we could add in a murder clause. We can talk then, but I think assault and battery is a good one to stick with for right now. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Jesus. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, we don't we don't condone murder. Here. I mean, yeah, this is the Mets we're talking about. Bobby Bonilla Day is still like a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Funny thing about uh, Bryce Harper's deal, that deal's going to expire before Bobby Bonilla Day does. <laughs> really? Bobby Bonilla Day expires in 2035. This deal's going to be up in 2031. 2035. You gotta pay him every day. Every what is it? What day is it? I forget. Uh, it's like July. July first. It's July first. It's July first. Pay players that like aren't on their teams. Like, Honestly, it's not. It's not just. I, mean, I I'm not really other than other than Jacoby Ellsbury. I'm not really relating. <laughs> but the Sox are still paying like Ramirez. So. You know, I'm just happy because Sandoval's deal expires after this year. So. We're done with that contract after this year. We only have one more year of that bullshit. Can't wait. I, might, I mean, I might y'all throw, signed him. I might throw a party for that uh, contract expiring. You want to throw a party? Okay. Well, I, I, I play rugby. I look for any reason to party. But, um... That's, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, um... What, what were we talking... We just... Uh, we got sidetracked really badly there. Um, I mean, contract. <laughs> Bad really, I'm, really, I'm, I'm surprised. You really don't think the Mets, even after this offseason, are better than the Nationals minus Harper? Because obviously the Nationals pitching rotation is deep. The thing, like, their rotation is still, like, insane. Like, yeah, but they don't have hitting. Not, all, 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 all right, much hitting. Much hitting. They got, like, Rendon and Soto. Rendon, Soto, Trey Turner, the annoying pest. Trey Turner. He's not much of a hitter. Okay. He's just kind of. Yeah, I mean. No, but single, like, he's then that guy. Second and third, and then score on a sack fly. That guy versus the Mets that terrifies me because, like, oh, once he's on base, I just already chuck up to run on the board. Yeah, he's on base, and he's already on third base. Even if it's a single yeah. or a walk, he's just already on third base. Like, I'm. I don't know. There's, the, the Nationals are still, like, a really good team. I'm not ready to write them off yet. I'm surprised. Do you think. I, I think Harper was worth it, but the argument, the counter argument, would be like, well, they missed the playoffs and didn't win a series without with him. I don't know about that argument because it's not exactly all Harper's fault. No, it's not Harper's fault. I did. I mean, they did waste seven years of him, or whatever, how, how many ever years it was. Too many. Yeah, they they should have won one playoff series. <laughs> they should have. I mean, that was. We'll, we'll ask Raza why that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next, I, time, next time we got Raza, I'm interested we can ask the, about that. Yeah, but I'm interested in the NL East because, like, obviously the Mets made moves, the Nationals added more pitching, um, the Marlins, uh, no. The Braves, obviously, are just going to be really good. They added Donaldson. Yeah, the Braves are basically paying Donaldson the twenty million they paid Adrian Gonzalez last year to not play for them. So there's yeah, that. I'm, yeah, yeah. 
Probably their first good third baseman since Chipper Jones. God, Chipper Jones. That is a name I haven't heard in a minute. But, um... You don't like, you don't like the... I don't like teams in my division being better. <laughs> Aren't you used to it, dog? I'm used to it. It doesn't mean I gotta like it. Yeah, that, that's a valid point. Yeah, that's true. I guess you're right. Well, um... Anyways, so we've talked about Harper for a pretty good deal. Uh, another star player, and honestly, you could probably make the argument that he's better than Harper. Mm. I I think I think you could in this context. Um, Maybe Nolan Arenado of the Colorado Rockies, eight years, something like what two hundred eighty-eight million dollar extension or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he made a he he made bank this week too, and. This one I also think is worth it. I think it, it just as much worth it as Harper is, because you can make a case for Arenado being like a top two third baseman in ML in the MLB. Well, who'd be one if it's not Arenado? I uh, Machado or Brian mm-hmm. Bregman. I'm not a... Bregman might be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a little early for Bregman. I think. I mean, Bregman's I see Honestly, Arenado, I mean, he deserves that deal, too. Uh, he's a star. He Obviously, Colorado, um, you want to, if you if you end up in Colorado, you pro- if, if you're playing well there, you might want to stay there because your home run numbers are going to be huge in Colorado. Yeah, yeah try, I, I want to think, like, what would Stanton or J.D. Martinez or Aaron Judge or someone like that, how would they do? Can you imagine the the Yankees broke the home run record? Imagine if they played in Colorado for most of their games. Uh, that would be wild. Untouchable. That's a wild card game still. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> it depends. Not in the NL West. <laughs> we like the, we had like what the third best record in baseball. Yeah, third best record in baseball, and you were a wild card team behind behind the Sox and Astros. So I don't think we weren't going to be a wild card in many other divisions. <laughs> but uh, the Rockies—they pay their stars like they—they they, um, Owen oh, Cargo were like the last stars extended beforehand years ago. Cargo was supposed I to be a free agent soon, right? Years ago. What? Cargo's a free agent next season, right? Cargo's a free agent now. He's looking oh. for a job. Oh. <laughs> One of them ones. One of those unemployed players. Out the streets looking for looking for work. I- I'm surprised he hasn't been signed yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Wilbur, free agent. agents. Yeah, there's collusion, major collusion going on right now. Uh, all these players getting the same offers from eight different teams on the same day. Nothing no, I, I love I love this because now that Harper and Machado signed like record breaking deals, each are like, oh, what do you mean collusion? <laughs> like like those were the only two free agents looking for a job. What do you mean about global warming? There's snow outside. Yeah, that's yeah, literally the argument. that's literally the same argument. It really is, and the same type of people make that argument too. Uh, it's just so dumb. Well, let, let's not get political now. We're we're heading down a very. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I didn't yeah. miss. I'm just saying. I didn't say you missed. Yeah, I didn't, you're not wrong. But we're going down a very slippery slope with this one. Not wrong. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. Exactly. Um, I mean, 
there I, I've said this before. There is no other sport. Imagine like like Harper Machado not finding jobs until right now is like if Bell and A B didn't have jobs until like August. Like that doesn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Oh, well, that was what if like Kevin Durant in August, like his only job offers are like from like the Pel the Pelicans, or, like the Pistons and the Magic. <laughs> that's like that's like Kyrie waiting till like like September to sign it to sign a deal. Like that's it's not like gonna happen. And Kyrie Irving to the Phoenix Suns. If Kyrie, goes to, if Kyrie leaves Boston, there's an, Kyrie could not leave Boston for the Suns. Whether or not he wants to stay here or not, no one would rather go to the Suns the than Sun. Boston. He's so sensitive about Kyrie leaving, he just bit the bait on a joke. That's know, the best part about that. That's so good. I would be too. Don't worry. If he, if he, if this was happening to me, yeah, I'd be nervous too. I I won't. I'd uh, be on edge. I'm a little uneasy about the state of the Celtics right now, but we. They, Danny, listen, y'all gotta stop pretending Danny ain't some genius. He's not. We over. We, we hype him up a lot because of what he did to the Nets, but then I th- then when you really think about it, that Nets front office was really fucking incompetent. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say Danny Ainge is at. I'm not gonna fault him for this yet, but uh. If I'm just saying, if he didn't screw it like he did, AD wouldn't hate going there. It wouldn't be an issue. Sports contracts are a vicious business. And Danny Ainge made it. Danny Ainge took it a step too far that time. I, you know, I, I understand why he did it. I, I mean, yeah, but then, yeah, but now the reason he's doing it is like maybe he's leaving. So now, now what? Yeah, now, now it's a pickle, isn't it? That's all I gotta say to that. Yeah, now it's just a predicament. Hey, thank God you got somebody that wants to be like Paul Pierce. <laughs> you done yet? No. I know you're not. But, but, okay, I wanna... I'm trying to understand... I'm trying to think about who's winning the, the NLEs. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about baseball to... at one point, weren't we? And it's hard to keep talking about baseball for so long, man. I don't know how we got the basketball from that, but you know what? It's... <laughs> um, yeah, who wins the NL East now? Probably Philly? I mean, it's hard for Philly, I mean, but I also know the Braves are going to be like, if, good. very good. If the Braves can land Kimbrel, that definitely helps their chances. Kimbrel, do they even need Kimbrel? I know he. Yeah, I know they're the top. They're the top name to sign him right now. Well, yeah, because he was a brave before. He might want to go back. He yeah. Kimbrel's the weird case because he's like, oh, if I don't get my deal, maybe I'll sit out a full year because someone's gonna pay me. No, after yeah, I yeah. Craig Kimbrel, you're in your thirties, like, sir. Sitting out a season does not. Kimbrel, listen, I, I respect Kimbrel for doing that, but he ain't that good, dog. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you. Wait, it, it just don't work. Yeah, I think he's kind of past the point where he can sit out for a new deal. Dude, he is a heart attack machine. Nobody wants. Dude, nobody I know that. Like... I root for Kimbrel. I root for him. I rooted for his team. That man's a heart attack machine. I, I, I we all saw what went down in the ALDS last or 
this year's ALDS. And Gary Sanchez hit that grand slam. I thought he was going to hit a. I thought. Oh. oh. I, oh wait, alternate timeline. I thought we were talking. We were talking about separate oh. things. Uh, there was a, the game for the ALDS. I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital because we start. We go into the inning up four one. Next thing I know, bases loaded, four three. Yeah. Hey Meek, do you remember a, a guy uh, by the name of Lucas Duda? Yeah, well, that's, you, that's all I'm good. Do you remember when he hit the throw to tag out Hosmer and win the World Series, or is that an alternate oh, timeline too? Yeah, yeah. You want to you want to play this game? You think I don't know baseball history? But I, <laughs> if you want to play the alternate timeline game, we can we could go, we could do that. The alternate timeline where the Mets lose in six games instead of five. <laughs> The alternate timeline where you become less embarrassed. <laughs> Remember in 2000 when you guys won the Subway World Series? Oh, I was man, three right. years old. I don't remember Bryce, anything. You were, Bryce, you, were you even... I was like, you, were, you were like... I, oh, you were a year old at that point, weren't you? No, I was probably like 11 months old. Something, yeah, around that. So I technically don't remember it either, but we're doing alternate timelines now. I guess that's what was given to me. I'm I when I'm served, I am given. That doesn't make that, sense. I, that well, actually, it definitely said, does have, make sense. But it's like, I have a scorching headache. Leave me alone. And there was an alternate timeline in 2004, and the Red Sox came back from down 3-0, and oh wait, that's that not an alternate happened. one. That that one yeah. actually happened, believe it or not. Remember, oh, remember when Bill Buckner fielded the ground ball? No, oh, I dude. didn't, because I wasn't born for like another <laughs> decade and a half. Ian, you've been alive since the Stone Age. Stop lying to me, dog. <laughs> you see, no, no one understands that joke because. <laughs> oh, we're gonna make, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make him understand at some point. I, I know, I know. The only ones that understand that are the ones that are in the IWH Ambassadors group chat. Okay, that's that is a that is an exclusive club. That's right? Intel. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's too Intel for people. That's too meta. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. I guess it's I guess it's time to talk a different thing, like the NFL Combine that just is happening right now. Yeah, the NFL Combine. And absolutely nothing's actually happened right now, but I believe events start Friday. Like, a couple of position groups are going to run the 40, do the bench press, things like that. So, those are going to be outdated at that point. But, thankfully... We're not doing running, we're not doing running backs, because they're going to be doing it Friday, but there's no really, like, amazing running backs, so it's fine. Because yeah, our running back is the same... <laughs> Running backs are a dime a dozen in the end. <laughs> Meek, me, don't do this. I know where you're, I know where you're going, and I don't want you to do this. <laughs> so, like we've been just talking about, NFL Combine starts or it has started already, but we're really gonna get into the meat of it this weekend. You got the quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends, defensive linemen, linebackers, and defensive backs. They're all going to be doing their position drills. Uh, we're going to get to see how that looks. We're going to see how that impacts the draft. So, what are you guys thinking for the combine this year? Let's start um, with uh, quarterbacks. Well, we just got measurements today from Kyler Murray that shows he is uh, not five foot eight. No, actually... no, five ten and one eighth of an inch, I believe, was the official measurement. Yep. Very big news. Is it? 
<laughs> My uh, hot take, I think Dwayne Haskins is going to take Stephen A's uh, and be an extremely fast runner No, in the dash. Just That's not going to happen. I think Haskins is going to be middle of the road when it comes to combine. You think of him? Eh, I think I think he he won't be the fastest one, but he won't be like. I'll, I'm a, I was actually if I wasn't absolutely dying today I, and had motivation, I I was gonna write a, a particular article on a why I like Haskins more than Murray for the Giants, and I'm gonna I'll just explain it here in words. I'll still do the article at some point. Um, Haskins is obviously bigger. The main thing that I like about Haskins is I'm not worried about Haskins leaving for baseball at any time. Um, as if, because like, think about it, like Kyler Murray plays three years, he gets banged up a little bit, and it's like, huh, you know what? I think I'm going to go back to baseball now. Well, I don't congratulations, really... you just wasted a top Yeah, and now, now I just wasted my years. first round pick. You know, it's like, damn. Haskins ain't gonna do that. So I mean, he still could. He just won't get a career in baseball. I mean, well, that's that's a different back. thing. I mean, no, I don't like I don't like Kyler having the option of just leaving for another sport. <laughs> yeah, that at least really... at least with Haskins, you have the commitment that like he's gonna. Yeah, play Haskins is gonna play football at least. If he's playing a sport, it's gonna be football. I also I also like about Haskins. Uh, he's very he's way. I think he's better in the pocket easily. Oh yeah, I, th- I think he. I like the way he can throw players open. I, I I'm not saying Kyler has an arm. He's a cannon. Haskins also has a nice arm. I just like the it's precision the and one. I just like yes, well, Kyler can too. I, size isn't my problem with Kyler. It's just like I like I like Haskins' ability to like cut a defense open with precision. Than just Murray like making just making a play every having to make a play every single time. Now, granted, I think both of them could work for the Giants, but I'd rather take Haskins. It really hurts talking about this because I know it's just gonna be Eli Manning and his dumb face there. We yeah, okay, but here's the thing: we're trying to follow the Chiefs model, and I don't hate that. I, if we could just let Eli Manning go wherever after this year, wherever he could have just done the Chiefs model two years ago and drafted Mahomes, just listen to McAdoo. We could have. Listen to him. We could have, but that's not what we're doing. That's not what happened. And we, he had picked before I pick anyway, and we were never trading up. We traded up. I mean, well, at least we're not the Bills who traded out of the pick. I mean, we're not the biggest mess-ups here. Uh, you know, I mean, it, do you really want to be comparing yourself to the Bills in this situation, though? I mean, the Bills screwed that up horribly. Well, the Bills got, I think the Bills got their guy QB, so I don't, you know, I mean... I mean, would you rather have Mahomes or Josh Allen? You don't have to answer that question, because... I mean, Mahomes could pretty much do anything. Josh Allen's pretty much a tight end, so... Yeah. Then, I'm just a tight end throw the ball that hard. I mean, I've seen a tight end throw the ball that wildly, though, and inaccurate or inaccurate. Yeah, tight end in a booth fucking be terrible for a year. Yeah, but he's going back to football. It's on Monday Night Football. All they have to do is get rid of Booger McFarlane. We're good to go. And Monday Night Football will be watchable again. 
Yeah, well, he, you just have to mute it, that's all. I, I can't watch games muted. Why not? I, I don't know, I just, I need commentary. Maybe I it's cause, Maybe it's because... Not, not when it's Jason Witten and Booger McFarlane. I know, that's why I usually don't watch a lot of Monday Night Football. Unless it's like a crazy good game, like... Bro, Chiefs-Rams Chiefs game of the year. We never the year. got anything close to it ever again. I, I'm Chiefs aware. Night? Why not send a good game down there? <laughs> <laughs> Raza, shut up, Raza. Ah, uh, we slander He's Raza always got to come... A Raza reference always has to pop up. Yeah. We've already brought him up this episode. <laughs> so who do you think who do you think for the 40 right who do you think's winning the 40 at QB because I think it's Kyler it's, I got, think Kyler. it's gotta be Kyler Kyler's... all right but for the for the bench press who do you think's winning the best bench because I got an idea who's winning the best bench press who's winning the bench press at quarterback that's a tough one I got mine I know who it is I'm, I'm confident in my take too I don't know Phil you got you got a you got an idea? Dwayne Haskins in the bench press? Because I used to have no clue, and I didn't get the No, I got, I got Tyree Jackson winning the bench press by far. Uh, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Because that means it's strong as hell. Yeah. And for the broad jump, I... Who cares? That's not what QBs do. Yeah, yeah. The QBs only QB I've seen ever like attempt a broad jump was Josh Allen against the Vikings this year. Yeah, like bar or something. Yeah, but that was. I mean, that that's no. that's again. I never want my quarterback doing that. Yeah, I don't want my quarterback no. jumping long distances. <laughs> yeah, that's asking for an ACL tear, man. No, thank you. On the floor, if you saw Tom Brady do that, uh, no, Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't Tom have the to it. do that. He can't jump. That's why I. That's why I was saying he doesn't have the athletic ability to do Tom it. Tom Brady tried to jump. He'd be slaughtered it'd be a modern day Molus hit <laughs> imagine he tried jumping over like Kiko Alonzo or somebody no nah, Alonzo would go for a cheap shot Alonzo just pick him up and fucking WWE they, he might flip him around like the Undertaker and just oh my god <laughs> personally I'd like to see that but I, I would like to see somebody mimic the Undertaker on a football field please uh, well, with, the, with how the the rules are for like contact and shit, that might not happen anytime soon. No, because you get banned from the league. Yeah, exactly. All right, the forty for wide receivers. Who I've you, got who mine. Got? This one's a pretty easy one for me. Who you got? All right, so who do I got? I got Andy Isabella from UMass. <laughs> well, hey, hey, this isn't this is. Uh, remember, I'm not a UMass fan. I have no stake in this one. No one is. They don't exist. You know, I'll I'll let you have that one because you're probably right. But um, the dude, like in just a workout, I think it was Randy Moss. He clocked him with like a four two six forty. Four two six forty. So that's like four. This was hand timed, obviously. So probably not entirely accurate. But just with well, that's, that, that's four, that's like four hundredths of a second away from John Ross's record. Um, I I won't be boring because he probably will win that for the wildouts. But I'm gonna say I I got my boy Hollywood Brown. He he's fast, so he might put up a nice forty. He probably won't beat Andy Isabella, but 
got my guy, DK Metcalf. How He's not winning know? the 40. No, no. He might win the bench press. <laughs> He's winning the bench press. He's winning the bench press. He's going to pick for the bench press, but the 40, nah. I mean, Definitely. the guy's got 1.6% body fat. I mean, that's, that's why he's winning the bench press, because he's jacked. <laughs> it's like a humanly pot. You can't have under 3% body fat. This is just a reporting. These are my picks. <laughs> this is the onion level reporting right now. <laughs> DK Metcalf went in the bench press for wideouts without, yeah. without a doubt in my mind. That's the new, uh, that's the new Sean Oakley. That's clearly what he's training for. I don't think he's going to play football like that. <laughs> Probably. I don't think, can you play football like that? I don't know. I, I, we don't know how he's alive like that. Yeah, I don't know how you get 1.6 body fat. That's not even... It, it's probably not the healthiest, but I'm sure it's like... You're not even supposed to be breathing. <laughs> Like you, you are not allowed to be alive with one point six percent body fat. All right. So, what do you guys? I don't know. What do you guys think for? Uh, I haven't really thought about the vertical jump for any of these because I feel like that's kind of a tough one to gauge. I don't know. Um, I don't know who I pick for the vertical jump, but I will say, I still like Neil Harry. I'm still a Neil Harry fan, so somebody pick him, please. Yeah, all right. So, you guys want to move on to the tight ends? Yeah. Let's move on to the tight ends, then. So, who do you guys got for the fastest tight end in this draft? I got probably Irv Smith Jr., really. I think Irv Smith Jr. might win the 40 for this. From Bama. That's an interesting one. All right. What about you, Phil? I fucked up my list. I was looking at the 2018 draft. I mean, you got, like, Hawkinson, Fant, Irv Smith, Caden Smith, Deshaun Knox. Madden. <laughs> Madden? Well, the Madden French is I had, like, in, like, December. Oh, I had no Fant on him. No fan. I think I like no fan. He's probably my favorite tight end prospect. Fan fan's gonna be a very interesting one because uh, you know I, this is a pretty good tight end class that we haven't really seen recently. I mean, how many? How long has it been since we've had a really solid tight end class? Um. Ever. Oh no, twenty sixteen when you had Evan Ingram and uh. Njoku. Oh, O.J. Howard was in that draft class too, wasn't he? Yeah, and O.J. Howard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess 2016 then. I guess I guess you can compare it to that, but I think this year's draft class is a lot better when it comes to tight ends. I don't know because Howard, Ingram, and uh, Ingram and Njoku are all talented. Yeah, they're so. all great talents. Yeah, and then a year after. Was George Kittle in that draft, or is that the year after? No, wasn't he? Wasn't he a rookie this year? No, no, he, no. I thought George Kittle was in his second year this year. They were in the same class. I don't know. George Kittle. Oh, maybe. Oh. 2017, Evan Ingram was. Yeah, he was, he was a 2017 rookie. Hmm, okay. So this is a second year. top three tight end in, in that class. He was drafted. Um. 
I mean, who you got for the 40, guys? Who do I got for the 40? Um... It's tough for tight ends because it doesn't tight really ends, matter. Like, a lot of tight ends, we don't know if these guys are going to be more like blocking tight ends or route running tight ends. or It's just kind of hard to uh, it's hard to gauge that. I, I guess I'll say Noah Fant too. But, uh, Noah Fant. Again, oh, I love Noah Fant. I got a... For the, for the, the reps... I definitely got TJ Hawkinson. Oh, easily. Yeah. For the reps, yeah. Man's a beast. A lot of people are saying the Patriots are going to get him, too. So that could be interesting. Gronk Hawkinson? No, probably not Hawkinson. Hawkinson or Fant? I forgot which. It might have been Fant, actually. But... It's, I think they want. I think they said Fant. I mean, they I got mean the Patriots there. going tight end round one, so. Probably should. Can't go wrong with either pick, in my opinion. You either get a blocking tight end or a route running one. <sighs> All right, you guys want to go on to? I mean, D line linebackers; those are going to be kind of tough ones. I don't know about the forty for them, but I think reps. I'm interested. I don't know if he'll win, but for DNs, I think I, I don't know, man. Nick Bosa, he might show out. I mean, Bosa's number... got nothing left to prove. He, well, I shouldn't say he's probably the number one pick anymore because there's rumors about the Cardinals possibly going to uh, going quarterback round one. Obviously, that I'm should be just take it with a grain of salt. But uh... I, now you mention that, I want to ask Phil if we um, if we trade uh, number six and somebody else. If we, how would you feel about the Giants trading? Number six, like a fifth, and Olivier Vernon for Rosen and number one, Meek Phil. Rosen and number one? That I'd probably do. Yeah, I mean, we have to hit both. Reading both of them, I mean, that's. Rosen and Bosa. Oh, uh, maybe not number one. Not number one's too much. Man, like, number six, and. How about number six? Number one, or either or, you can't have both. Yeah, it'd be nice to dump Vernon too in that in that deal because uh, you're getting rid of that that massive contract. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's just too big. Yeah, he was good one year though. 2016, he was good. Yeah, 2016, he was solid. And then, and then yeah, his contract started. started to actually pick up. I think. For the forty, though, I have no idea for the for the D line. For the high, for the broad jump, I don't. Does it matter? Does jumping really matter? I feel like the broad jump only matters like wide outs and running backs. I don't even yeah, think yeah. the broad jump matters in that one. I think they just. I think the only reason why they do the broad jump is to test like their athletic ability. Like, is that really like, good? Is, is that really a good test of ability though? It's just you jumping. Tell me. I I don't think so. But... Um, how about inside linebackers? Who do you think's got a? Who do you think's got the bench press for the for the inside linebackers locked up? Uh linebackers. Let me think about linebackers for a second, because uh, that's 
Again, bench press is kind of a tough one because you don't know who's going to show up, who's not going to show up. I don't know. I like Mac Wilson on the bench press, to be honest. Picking a lot of Bama guys, but... Uh, rightfully so. I mean, Bama's, Bama's the best football school for a reason. <laughs> Interesting after what happened, but... Um... Are we considering Josh Allen a linebacker or defensive end in this one? He's an outside linebacker. I just talked about inside. Oh, inside linebackers. Okay. Yeah, I I was just thinking linebackers in general. Um. Uh, I don't know, Phil. Have, do you have a better idea? Because I I need. To I have no clue. It's tough to gauge of these things. It really is. Yeah. Uh, how about how about instead we'll just go to the DBs? So cornerback, beating's got the forty locked up at cornerback. All right, uh, corners. Ah, uh, there's a lot of fast corners in this draft. Which I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna send this one to Phil for a second. If Phil has a better idea, or is uh greedy in this? Yeah, yeah, I think he's yeah he's doing it. Yeah, because I think Greedy's got the forty locked up. And I like, I don't know who's showing out. I'm just going off of like oh who is in the draft. I think for um for the for the bench press though, I think um I don't know maybe maybe like DeAndre Baker or Byron Murphy for the bench press. Because I don't think Greedy's going to win that. I'll agree. I'll agree. Byron Murphy for the bench press. Um, here's an idea for cornerback. How about Kendall Sheffield from Ohio State? He's mm, a lot of people are saying he's the fastest guy in the nation, and I know it was it was between him and Greedy that I was having a hard time trying to decide between. And Kendall obviously, Sheffield. there's a very good chance that Greedy could get it, but um, I think just for the sake of being different, I'll just take Sheffield here. <laughs> I mean, I, I see it. I can see it. I'll, I'm on the NFL set right now. I'm just going to take this guy from Miami, Sheldrick Redwine. Very good last name. So, um... Redwine. Damn, Phil might be more of an alcoholic than I am. No, that's not possible. Uh, that, 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 that'll be my pick. Huge sleeper. Huge sleeper. Guy that I just looked up. Yeah, it's a cool name. That's how it works. Yeah, that's just how it would be sometimes. Who do you think got the fastest 40 for safeties? Uh, I'll take um, Evan Worthington. He was a safety, so that's my pick. Oh, that was a safety. Oh. I think for the, for the, um, I think for the bench press, so I think Deontay Thompson for me, because he's just a beast. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Just more and more Bama players. I got uh, this guy from Maryland, Darnell Savage. I think he wins the... Darnell Savage Jr. I think he's uh, pretty good. Darnell Savage Jr. Yeah, okay. That's an interesting one. All right. All right, well, you said red wine. I think speaking of red wine, let's move into our uh, our Lakers. (laughs) Fucking prime time transition there, Bryce. Yeah, because I'm just I'm just smooth with it. I guess that, but, I guess that's what you get when you don't have CTE like me. <laughs> so the Lakers, uh, 
they're they're not, not, they're, not they're being le- they're less than ideal. Not in the eight now. seed. I just want to say this though before we get we're talking basketball. Uh, the the Orlando Magic defeated the Golden State Warriors. Oh, you give, give the Warriors a break. Kevin Durant didn't play. They only had four All Stars. It's, it's hard to win those games on the road. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to win those games on the road with just four All Stars. You know. Yeah. yeah especially yeah, when, yeah. especially when Curry puts up thirty-three shots and only scores thirty-three points. Yeah, he, Curry only put up thirty-three points tonight. So our hearts goes out to all the Warriors, the Warriors fans. All the Warriors fans who had to figure out who Air, El, Alfonso Mc... He play. No idea who he is. Didn't have a Finals MVP on the court. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> no, they had... No, Iguodala didn't play, so yeah, I guess you're right. No KD, no Iguodala. Sheesh. How do you only win with just four All-Stars? Oh my god, okay, Meek Phil, I got big news. Cleveland came back to win, and they beat the Knicks. Oh, that, that's huge. So that just, that just makes our hearts warm. It really it really does. You love to see hey, that. Congratulations, guys. We've been winning too many games, so it's really it's nerve-wracking. <laughs> I can't relate. Because <laughs> you guys are... Damn, I, I, the way y'all playing, I thought you were going to get Zion, dude. Nah, that's just that's just the joke I make with all my Celtics fan friends that we're tanking for Zion. Yeah, well, it might be too late. Uh, it's it's way too late for that. We're, Did we're... you know that the Boston Celtics are going to win sixty-seven games? Sixty-seven <laughs> uh, games. God damn it, Raza! I don't know. It's not Raza. Hey, <laughs> Raza. Didn't, didn't Raza say the Celtics are going to win sixty-seven games? No, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Oh, uh, we 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 don't we don't claim Bill Simmons. On the knees. We don't. You never seen that clip? That's hilarious. That's a I classic. Don't, I don't. I don't. I don't follow Bill Simmons for a reason. Oh yeah, he stinks. But that clip's hilarious. The twelfth man, twelfth man on a team, don't to put them up forty with two minutes left. <laughs> The Celtics are going to win 67 games and be up in 30 in a lot of them. Nobody's stopping the Celtics from getting to the finals. Not not the Raptors, not the Pacers, not the 76ers. Wizards? <laughs> he said the Wizards too, but I guess he's right on that one. But that's not even what we were here to discuss. We just like yeah, to yeah. I don't know. How, we 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 yeah. So the Lakers are the ten seed right now. They're under five hundred by one game. Um, they did win last night. Oh, when we were That's recording this. On no, they beat the. Uh, yeah, they're gonna lose to the Bucks. Obviously, yeah, it is the Bucks. No. No, Meek, they're not. But the line said minus four and a half. I think Giannis is sitting out. If Giannis sits, then probably. But if he doesn't, then no. But um, the Lakers weird because the Lakers lost to the Pelicans on the twenty third without AD, and then AD plays, and then they beat them. It, it's just it's weird. It's but, weird because when Anthony Davis plays, it's like he just plays twenty minutes. He does his work, and they then take him out. Like, yeah. So the Lakers, they're obviously not in the playoffs right now. What do you think the problem is, Meek, Phil, and Ian, or both at the same time? I think I'll, let, I'll let you go good. first, Phil, because you, you, you're probably know basketball a lot better than I do. 
Yeah, they're just they're just not playing good. That's really all it is. Well, who like in specific terms, like who do you think is like needs to step they, it up more? They're, they're all really to blame. I mean, LeBron can be playing better. Ingram is playing okay. No, it's kind of hard. I think they miss Lonzo because Rondo's unplayable unless it's a national TV game. That's the thing. I don't know. Bron Bron's got like he's averaging like almost twenty seven, almost eight, and almost nine on fifty one percent. I mean, that's not bad. It's it's not ter- not bad at all. He could still be doing more. How much more? I mean, he's already playing like almost. I mean, he's playing like thirty five minutes a game. I don't. I think when it comes to on the court, I don't think Bron needs to do more. But he's obviously he is he's made it pretty obvious he's not there for basketball reasons. Um, I myself up on Instagram after losing to the Grizzlies. No, okay, I I let that pass because he's the only person to ever do that. So I think he has the right. But still, I mean, he hasn't been much of a leader. He's shooting really bad from the line, actually. And now I'm looking at it, he's shooting like sixty-seven percent from the line. Uh, he just got to, I think as a leader, he's expected to do more. He, I think he needs to take this a little, I mean, he says he's taking it more serious, but I think he needs to really take it more serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like he, um, I mean, I, uh, you, you finish what you were going to say, Bryce, I can... I, I I think LeBron needs to show that he's the the leader. Like he needs to act like he's the leader of this team if he wants to make another playoff run like he's done the last eight, nine years. Or even make the playoffs because they're a ten seed right now, so they're not in. I think they'll make it. Yeah. I think they're gonna rig it. They're gonna rig it. Hey, I would I won't rule out rigging, but I mean they're they're only... It's already happened. It's happened in the past. It'll happen again. This this sport gets rigged like like that. Uh, they're only three games out of playoffs right now, and that's that's nothing at this point in the year. There's well, I, I shouldn't say that's nothing. I mean, there's what twenty? They have twenty one games left in the year. So that's again uh, a three game deficit in this. That's again that's that's nothing. You can come back from that. But um. What I think is going on with the Lakers is you got LeBron, and then you got a lot of young players that can't really congeal together to make like a team that can really play together. I know it's not much different than the Cavs situation, except this time they're not gonna they're not in line to make the playoffs right now. But with how, uh, at least with the Cavs, it, it was a lot of scrubby players, and then LeBron, and I guess. Kevin Love a little bit, but um, uh, those guys could at least congeal together, and that's a team that LeBron could work with a lot easier. I don't know if that's necessarily the same situation here with Los Angeles. I don't Angeles. know if that's really even true. He traded half the roster at the deadline. <laughs> I mean... Uh, he, he was still able to work with what he had, clearly. Well, yeah, they still made the finals, but... I mean, listen... I mean, I saw a take the other day, I think first take comments on it. Should they sit Braun? I mean, do they? how bad did they want to tank? Like, uh, sitting Braun would mean death at this point. I mean, are they... That that just... Uh, you just have to ask a single question about that. 
are they still trying to compete or not? Yeah. I mean, I would ass- I would assume the answer is yes. I mean, if they want to, if they're trying to compete, then why would you sit Braun? Because fucking people are strange. Uh, if you're trying to tank, then by all means, sure, do whatever the hell you want with LeBron. But... They can't tank. They can't. They're not allowed to tank now because they're the Lakers and they have LeBron James. Like they're not allowed go to ahead, tank. Go ahead and tank. LeBron can sit out. Get a Space Jam two quicker. That's all that really matters. We don't much. Do... Yeah, I mean, he's got to take basketball more serious because he's obviously he ain't there for basketball reasons. It's clear he's made that pretty obvious. Space Jam 2, though. What do, you, do you guys think Space Jam 2 is going to be any good? Uh, I'm a firm believer in that sequels usually suck more than the originals. But there's I, a couple instances. but there, There's definitely a couple instances where the sequels were better. But um, I'll be honest. I'm going to wait until I see like a trailer or something before I make any judgments about Space Jam 2. I don't know. Space Jam is literally just a Jordan commercial. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because watching Space Jam back is just so weird. <laughs> it's just so strange. I don't know. It's going to feel weird knowing that LeBron's about to do the same thing. I mean, yeah, I guess you just got to have the the play. The best ever. Just go on, go out. I mean, when you were watching you know. Space Jam, what did you think? Like, oh, are the Monstars actually gonna win? No way. Is this gonna happen? No, nobody thought that. <laughs> like, okay, when I was the first time I watched Space Jam, I was like nine. Yeah, no, I was crazy young when I watched. Uh, I was young. Like, I was so I... Now I can't go back in time and watch the. The LeBron Space Jam as a nine-year-old. I have to watch it as a as a person who understands. I can't remember things. the last time that Looney Tunes is like on a big screen or whatever. Like, well, here they are again. The um, last time I watched Looney Tunes was like, oof, too long ago. I don't know, forever. Because those are those are the Looney Tunes cartoons are on like the midday when you're like you're like you're home from school sick or something or it's like a snow day. Yeah. It's like throw on, throw them on. It's like damn, who they are, but it's not how it go anymore. Cause we pay to, we all pay to go to school, so that don't we don't. There's no sick days in this business. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get. Maybe you get fortunate and you get a couple snow days here and there, but depends on where you go to school though. Cause if you don't go to school in the Northeast, then probably not. Yeah, that that's just tough then. Although if, you're, although if you're in like California or something, your your state's out on fire half the time. So well, mm-hmm, that's what we want to say. Yeah. Uh you know what? I I I'm calling it like it is. That's all I'm saying. Well, it, well, yeah. I mean, unless you're like, you might get um, if you go to, you might get like a, if you go to like Florida, maybe like alligators run through your campus <laughs> and like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, you know that definitely would. That's I'm sure that's happened at some point. There's just been like uh, I, I like to think that has happened to some Florida campus. With all the Florida headlines, time. I wouldn't be shocked if that's happened at some point. I wouldn't be shocked if that's like a miniature headline compared to the stuff that goes down in Florida. It's probably not even the most newsworthy thing that happened with an alligator in Florida that week. <laughs> probably not. 
How the hell did we get to that? <laughs> I don't know. Things happen. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you guys think the Lakers will sneak into the playoffs? I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think. I don't think they won't. The NBA gonna make it happen if the Lakers can't. All right. Fair enough. Really? I mean, they were. Ro- I mean, to be fair, the NBA kind of owns us. They robbed CP3 and Kobe from us, so they owe us in some way. But like, the NBA ratings have been like so down this year, and it makes you think: like, do you really think they're gonna have? They're gonna miss out on LeBron versus Warriors first round series over like Sacramento Warriors? Like, that's that's a huge difference in viewers. Like Warriors Clippers. Right right now, we're looking at uh, Nuggets, Clippers, and then Warriors, Spurs. Oh, my God. I don't want to sit through Warriors, Spurs, V8. I'm going to have to watch all the mid-range jump shots and have the Spurs lose by 40. I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch a five-game tactic fest. <laughs> do you think Do you think if the, um, if, if the Spurs got... Uh, swept by the um, by the Warriors. Do you think DeRozan will say, "If well, if we had Kevin Durant, we would have won too"? Because I no, really, I uh, do you think he's going to say I don't know. If, I don't know if DeRozan would say that. <laughs> he said it about LeBron, so I mean, ah, I wouldn't count you know, it. I, I, I don't know. Would, would he say this? Would he say it twice? Would he say it again though? He might. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a corny thing to say uh, a second time. A first time, it's already bad enough. It's the bad first enough the first time. time. But if you say it a second time, you're gonna get you're gonna get slandered to hell. I mean, he already did. I know you're gonna. Be... Was it wrong when he said it though? I mean, not, no. That's the, that's not the point. It's just like, why would you say that about that? Like, it's like no shit, right? Yeah, that's that's not something you need to say. It's, it's like. That's so embarrassing. I think. Yeah, imagine being his teammate and just hearing him say that. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing, man. That's almost as bad. I think that's like on the same level as bad or embarrassing as Rick Pitino going Larry Bird ain't walking through that door. <laughs> that's like on the same level. It's the same energy. I'm walking through that door. I'm parachuting walking through that door, fans. And if you expect them to walk through that door, they're going to be gray and old. I love that clip. It's my favorite. All right, what do you think? What do we got? What are we? Any questions, Ian? Uh, let me check if I got... I don't remember getting any, but I might have gotten one at some point. Let me just... I don't know. I, I get a lot of joke questions. You, you see those. I see you muted a couple yeah, people. But... <laughs> don't Don't ask. No, it, it's it was justified. I I can't blame it's you. Warranted, on. warranted, very warranted. Uh, if not, we could just wrap it up. Then that's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm just doing a quick little look over. I the only remotely serious question I've gotten is: Does spring training matter for baseball fans? Um, why? Not really? Uh, why I mean, would it? It, it, spring training's fun and all, but it's not like it's not like serious. It's just, it's, it's just, just daytime television. That's really all it is. It's just an excuse to like. Isn't baseball? Isn't just regular season baseball daytime television though? Like, isn't isn't it just that? 
Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like, it, it basically is. Because the NBA is kind of like a soap opera, right? And those are like, that's like the prime time, like, soap opera that, like, everyone watches. Yeah. MLB is for, like, the, the stay-at-home mom soap operas, you know? Yeah, those those kind of... Uh... Like the days of our lives. <laughs> uh, General Hospital. That's what I was like. baseball to the days of our lives. We need to wrap this up. Yeah, the, we need to. We need to end this one. <laughs> From Patriot Hater two eight two four, Ian, how is the CTE doing? Um, hmm. I don't know, Ian. How is the CTE doing? <laughs> the CTE. Thank you, is... thank you Patriot Hater two eight two four. Well, Patriot Hater 2824, um, the CTE is, it's going pretty well, uh, I only have chronic headaches every, every day, um, every day, there's been a ringing in my ear for the past two and a half years, which has just been awesome, um, (laughs) so you've never done any of these things checked out, nah, cause the ringing in my ear, it's only sort of related to the concussions and everything, I got tinnitus in my left ear, uh, if you've seen Baby Driver, you know why Baby listens to music all the time. It's the same thing as that. Um, I got it for my last concussion, though, so that's all what it then is. It is concussion-related. Yeah, I said it's partially concussion. It's not related to the CTE. It's just related to the fact that I took a shot. Well, I'm going to say this, though, uh, before we wrap up the episode. If you are you if you're making Twitter account, like, if your main Twitter account, is like is just based on hating something or standing someone. You just you just a boring person. That's all I'm gonna say. That's just uh, the facts. Because if you if you're hating something and standing something is not a personality. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> it's about as much of a personality trait as being an alcoholic or loving. It's like sports. It's like it's like all the it's like people from New England. They think sports is a personality. No, it's not. Sports is not a personality. Do something else. You ever see that meme of the guy on uh, the dating website, Personality Athletic? <laughs> it's basically that. Same energy. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Alright, since we're pretty much no longer sports related, I think we could probably wrap this one up. Um, thank you for listening. This is IWH episode number 29. Special, special, special thank you to Meek Phil for coming on. Uh, I just want to plug something. I do a baseball podcast every Monday with my friend Justin. It's called Buzz the Tower. Go check that out on iTunes. We talk only baseball over there. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, give give him a listen. It's quality content. I've only listened to one episode, but uh, it's been a it's a it's an interesting uh interesting concept, and I wish you the luck with that. You know, because we like to I like to think that uh you're part of our IWH podcast tree now. You're a fan, you're family now, Meek Phil. You you Just family. Just to branch out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's it's like uh, Bill Parcells in his coaching tree. It's us with a podcasting tree. <laughs> that is so untrue. Um, <laughs> that is so false. I, I was I was exaggerating. Oh. Yes, but, uh, anyway, for all the best Mets memes and everything else, all some very good tweets, I should say. You can follow Good Phil on content. Twitter at MeekPhil, at M-E-E-K, Phil with two That's L's, it. underscore. I missed the yeah, underscore the first time, but uh, <laughs> follow that account. It's 
very good content. You can follow me on Twitter for slightly less, con slightly worse content, and by slightly, I mean a lot worse. You can follow me on Twitter at enmq6build c u s i c k. You can follow Bryce on Twitter for some funny tweets about me in uh, weird contexts at it's briz at i t s b r i z z. And you can follow the podcast at IWH Podcast. You can, uh, if you ever want to buy IWH merch, you can use the link in our Twitter bio and use code IWH10 for 10% off your total order. And that'll do it. Thank you for listening and have a good night.